happy to be bringing you another episode of Unabashed You, where we as women talk about stuff. Special shout out to the men listening. We love your encouragement. I think when you start any new endeavor, it's natural to turn to your loved ones to get you started and give you a boost. That is certainly true of Unabashed You. Today's guest is Mark. We met when we were teenagers and have stayed friends ever since. Close friends. Close enough that neither one of us blinked when we had major technical difficulties recording this episode. It took eight takes and two different recording programs to get it done. We just laughed our way through it all. While Mark and I grew up together in San Diego, he has since lived in Hawaii, LA, New York, and now Connecticut. His partner of 10 years is Patrick, and I wholeheartedly approve. They are wonderful together. And last but not least, his dog Truman, his buddy, is 15 years old. He has a full life and dreams to be pursued. People that come from our pasts have a special place in our hearts, particularly if we're talking about a friend, a close friend. And that is our guest today for our continued series on Men in March. I met Mark in junior high, and honestly, we've been close ever since. Who can say why some people come for a season and others stay for the duration? It's something to ponder. What I do know is that Mark and I have had adventures, lots of laughs, tears, and a countless bank of memories we can pull up. And believe me, we do. Plus, we continue to make new memories whenever we can. Welcome, Mark, to the show. Well, thank you for having me, Rochelle. It's so good to be here. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you here. What would you like our listeners to know about you before we get started? Well, to sort of uh, go along with your introduction, I think uh, I value friendships. I think that's one of the biggest things. And I, and I have a love for my family. Uh, those, those things, uh, along with just sort of a, a joy for life and, and uh, wanting to pursue my dreams, um, they, seem to, they all seem to kind of be, go together with, for me. Kind of interwoven. And I love that. I really love that you described kind of who you are and not what you do. Like I'm a, I'm a waiter, I'm a bartender. I'm, you know, I mean, you, you just really described the essence of you. And those are so, that was a really excellent introduction. I can't wait to hear the three words you use to describe yourself. Well, one of them would uh, come to think of it is this whole idea of introspection, introspective. I, I think that's sort of why I maybe talk about myself like that, because I think about, I like to think about uh, my interactions with people and sort of how to improve those relationships and, all, and, and just, you know, about, I like being philosophical and thinking about things like that in life. Okay. And that's interesting because that is not something that I necessarily knew that well about you. So I enjoy hearing that you have a more of an introspective side than I was aware of. What are your other two words? My other two words would be uh, creative, because oh. I, I enjoy 
you know, uh, creating new things and uh, being involved in sort of artistic pursuits, especially like music and, and things like that. So that's, you know, I, I really enjoy that. I, I have a real love for that. Yes, I can see that. Creative and your third word? Is uh, enthusiastic. that is perfect that is so perfect because i i mean as far back as i can remember being friends with you you were always gung-ho on some adventure or we're going to go off and do this and it was always with gusto and you it was contagious you've got the rest of us all excited about it too no matter what it was we were excited we were on board well, I, I, that's, I kind of, uh, I'm glad that's how it, you remember it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to two truths and a lie. Okay, well, okay, here's the first one. I met a Supreme Court justice on an airplane. Okay. The second one is I won first place in a city a track tournament uh, running the 880 yard dash. Wow. Okay. And the third one is that uh, I was on the show Romper Room as a child on television. (laughs) Okay. That's really taking me back. Romper Room. Okay. All right. Um, Okay. I feel like, okay, so we've got the Supreme Court, we've got the, the running, and we've got Romper Room. I sort of feel like it's that first one, the Supreme Court, like maybe you met a Supreme Court justice, but maybe it wasn't on an airplane, maybe at a a dinner party or in transit somehow, but not on an airplane. So I'm going to go with that one. Well, you would be wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you tell us who it was? Yes. It was uh, Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Oh, my gosh. What an experience. What a privilege, really, to just end up sitting next to her on a plane. Yes. I think it was one of the most interesting people I ever had a chance to talk to. And, you know, and she was, she could have been more sort of uh, engaging and, you know, we had a nice chat on this plane. And she was warm and friendly. Warm and friendly. And I'll never forget one of the things she said to me at the end of the conversation is, elections have consequences. (laughs) Oh my gosh. How long ago was this that you were on a plane with her? I'm wondering about the timeline. It was a couple couple years ago, but, um, you know, she was... So sort of astute in how she said it. It was like so neutral, yet there was there was meaning behind it. Yes, there was shadowing of maybe what she was really thinking. I love that. Yeah. All right. The first memory you can recall. Well, uh, I have a couple, and it's hard to to to, uh, think about whether they were actually images that I saw or memories. Right. They they happened at, at this house that. My folks, uh, you know, we lived in L.A. and we had a wonderful neighbor who I remember as a kid at like four years old. I mean, she's very vivid in my mind. Her name was Tia, like um, the aunt in Spanish. And Mm -hmm. I used to go over to her house and see all these. I don't know. Her house was filled with antiques and all this stuff. And I remember seeing on her desk a typewriter. And I remember her, she would write all of her letters on this typewriter. And that, that memory just stuck out to me that, that Tia had this typewriter. 
And I, I thought, you know, as a kid, I thought maybe it was some kind of a toy or something. How interesting. You can still see that typewriter in your mind. Absolutely. And I even, I remember like how, you know, it would, the, the, uh, the print would look on the, the paper that she was typing. Wow. Um, but yeah, she was, she was a very kind person and was really great to me and my family when we lived there. And, and so I think that's another reason why she, I, I just liked her. Yeah. She, she was very good to you. Yeah. What's one of your favorite movies of all time? Well, I would have to say uh, As Good As It Gets with Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. Okay, wow. Okay, As Good As It Gets. Now, why does that rank as one of your favorites? Well, uh, and I think number one is that um, the performances by both Helen Hunt and Jack Nicholson were just so strong and their characters were so well-formed. But I also loved the interaction of the characters and the relationships. And just how they grew and and that they they all kind of needed each other, even though they didn't think they did. Right. And you the know? Greg Kinnear character also I thought was very interesting. Uh, sort of the, the change that he went, they, they all changed because of each other. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Um, and it, I don't know, there was something very hopeful about that film. I, I think you know, that everybody had these problems and these things to overcome. And at the very end of the film, you and Jack Nicholson had OCD and you, he, he wouldn't be able to step on a crack, you know, on a, on a, a sidewalk. <laughs> and so at the very end, he's with Helen Hunt at this bakery early in the morning and they're walking in front of it. And what does he do? He steps on the crack yeah. and, it, and it doesn't bother him. Yeah. And I, there's something about that that's just, you know, overcoming things in life and, and, the, and the power of love, too. Right. Very powerful and impactful. That, that is a good one. I haven't seen that one in a long time. Okay, yeah, so I, when, you, when you were growing up, who did you have a crush on? Oh, God. Well, this is too <laughs> revealing. If I said Lyle Wagner, would you know who he is? Of course. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. Who, who do you think Carol, you're talking to? On the Carol Burnett show. Yes. It's Saturday nights at 10 o'clock. Yes. I, I couldn't wait till he would, you know, come out in his Tarzan uniform or whatever. He was really, I thought, you know, very handsome guy. He kind of burnt rentalish in a way. Yeah. 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 Very classic I, handsome. Yes. But as a kid, I mean, I, I, I should have known I was gay at that point. <laughs> It was just like, wow, yeah, I like that. I want to be like that guy. Or I don't know. I just like, I like the way he looked. Yeah. Well, hey, that's the, he's, yeah, very handsome man. Now, kind of pivoting a little bit because this is a podcast for women. So we're going to ask a couple questions related to women. Women really do struggle with worth. I I can't say we struggle with worth more than men because I'm not a man and I don't know. I just know that we do. What would you say to women about that? Well, I understand it, actually. I think that, you know, um, it's a common thing for, for all sorts of different people. Um, but I, I, I guess the thing that I would want to say to women or to other people about women in regard to that is that women have a more strength than they believe. Mm. An inner strength. Mm-hmm. 
and that um, I think it's becoming more and more evident in our in our society now that women have that and their and their their capabilities, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think for so long, I think society sort of didn't support that, mm-hmm. and there was certain things and roles and and ways that women had to be. But I think you know now I think it's sort of becoming more evident about not only the abilities and but the the, the strength. I love the, that inner yeah. strength. That's that is absolutely beautiful, and we need to really speak that into the the young women. What's a piece of wisdom that you keep handy? I think we all have different things that we like call upon as needed. What's one of yours? Well, it's something that actually was said to me fairly recently within the last year. Mm. And my, it was something my dad said to me. And, and I was sort of surprised that he sort of made a point to tell me this. But what he said was, sometimes it's the little things you do for people that make a big difference in their lives. Oh, my gosh. That is so good. It, that is yeah. so good. And it's something that I, I you know, I, I didn't expect from him, but I, I totally get it. And I think that it is important to think about life like that and how even if sometimes it's a small thing, the impact could be bigger than you realize. Absolutely. And you may not even get to see that or realize that, but just knowing that you put some goodness out there, however small of a gesture it was, is is very yeah. satisfying. That's oh, I love that. I, yes, and I, I think it's something I'm always going to remember that my dad said to me. I love that. Love that. Yeah. Good job, Tom. Yes, way to go. <laughs> love that. Shout out. Yay. All right, so now we're going to take the deep dive. You have a beautiful, beautiful topic, and I love it you wanted to talk about the idea of following your dreams and how important it is that you keep your dreams alive. First of all, what are some of your dreams and how do you keep them alive? Well, one of my dreams that has been throughout my life, I think ever since I was a kid was that I wanted to be uh, an actor and a singer. I wanted, I wanted to make music too. That was also very much a dream of mine. And Throughout my life, it seems like there's been many twists and turns and I get sort of uh, thrown off course through uh, other, you know, different uh, focus issues and thinking I need to do other things that other people maybe wanted me to do or what I thought was expected of me. Mm -hmm. But I seem to always come back to this idea of trying to make these more creative pursuits happen. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, I think that during this last year uh, in the pandemic was sort of a, a really interesting time to get more in touch with that because um, I think so many things were shut down like theater and all sorts of uh, ways that we could express ourselves like that, that it was trying to find ways to keep, keep it alive. Mm-hmm. And so I, what I, what I did was it's, it's so sort of simple, but, I started recording songs on Facebook. I was just going to give you a shout out for that very thing. I'm glad you're doing it yourself. Yes. Oh, well, that was, I got to tell you, I didn't realize how, how important that was to sort of keep that going in my life. And it, it, it was so, I don't know, it was just unexpected 
the uh, sort of having people see me do that, but not, but just, and getting, and, and also the power of music and how it connects people in addition to, you know, me pursuing something I love, but then also just having this amazing exchange with people because of it. Right, because you would really get a lot of engagement as in people were letting you know how not only how beautiful your voice is because it is a beautiful voice, but also the, the selection of, of, of the song, why you selected it. You always dedicated it to somebody and had a reason for doing it, and that made it like even more beautiful than it already was. Well, thanks, Rochelle. That's I. So much of the well, my mother and you know was very instrumental in that because she would always she would request a lot of things, and then she'd want something for maybe a special occasion like you know their my mom and dad's anniversary or something that was meaningful that a that a song she knew uh, meant something to her, and so I would sort of research it and uh, come up with a track, and then you know, learn the song and, and uh, do my best job at it uh, on recording. You know, it's kind of like what you're doing with this podcast in a way. I mean, you have to kind of learn how to do it and then yes. make it happen. You know, um, it, there's, you know, technical things and <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all yeah. that, but it's so worth it. Yes. Now, I, I've, you've done like a handful, I will call it a handful Personally, I'd like to request more. Like, like, like maybe it's a predictable pattern or, you know, every couple weeks or whatever is doable. That way we know it's coming and uh -huh. we, can, we can look forward to it because it feels like a while in between them. <laughs> you know, we had the anniversary, we had... Alfie and I can't remember who Alfie was dedicated to. That was at the start of the pandemic. Yes. Okay. So Alfie, and then we had the anniversary, and then we had something, and then we had uh, the song for Veronica. Right. So I feel like there's been four. Am I missing one? Well, there's a couple more in there, um, but uh, yeah, I, but they're they're mostly kind of what you said. They're you know for different kinds of anniversaries and stuff. But I, you know, I, I have to thank, I, you know, this is where you, the encourager, comes in very yes. handy. Yes. Because I tend to sometimes think, oh, I don't want to oversaturate, you know, and, but it, it's nice to hear that maybe a more a consistent thing would be fun to do. Mondays with Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Always going. I love it. Got, you know, it, but you know, it does require a little bit of uh, effort to try to get them going. And uh, I, but I got to tell you, I really have enjoyed it. Well, I, I think it's a great way to express yourself right now, especially when you can't really audition for things and put yourself out there in that way. What a wonderful opportunity to kind of itch that or scratch that itch that you have to be creative and to sing with a beautiful voice and researching a song. And all of that is part of the process. And I'm imagining that all of that is part of, well, fun for lack of a better word, but the, the creativity, yeah. you know, what, what's the song? Who's it going to be for? What's it going to be, you know, how am yeah. I going to do it? And then figuring it all out, then recording it. And then the bonus of, 
you know, your friends and family on Facebook saying, oh my gosh, and, and just the flood of appreciation for your talent. Well, it, it uh, yes, I, it, you know, it goes to that thing that we started talking about, which is the, the idea of fulfilling, there's some, there's a wonderful fulfillment that comes from that process. Mm-hmm. It's so satisfying. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, and I've always known that ever since I was a kid, that that was the thing that really got, you know, I got excited about and, and that I felt that I wanted to put my, my energy toward. Right. So it's like, um, yeah, when it happens, it's like, it's just, it, you really feel like you're making, you're making those dreams come true, you know, and, and uh, and it, and it and like you said, it's keeping it alive. That's the other part, just keeping it going. Right. And then, like you say, it's very fulfilling. And I would go a step farther. I would say it's very joyous. Right? Absolutely. That's a great way to put it. it yes. Not only, sometimes. Yes. Not only are you, you know, having joy in the process, but then you're also sharing that joy and giving that joy to other people. And you know, one thing I know about that is that when I'm doing it, time just goes by. I, I lose hours in, in, in the process. It's almost like, um, you know, when you're really ha- when you're uh, um, having so- a joyful experience, it's almost like time doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I totally know what you're saying. You're, you're, it's just like being caught up in the moment and that that, that focus or whatever it is that you're doing, then nothing else. It, it's amazing how much time can actually go by when you're doing something you love like that. Because you're so in it and you're so happy to be in it. And even though some of it is quote unquote work, it doesn't feel that way because you have so much passion for what you're doing that you're happy to get back to it and figure out more about it and research or whatever it is you do to particularly prepare prepare for a song that that's true i like (laughs) i like the idea of passion how can you not passion Uh, yes exactly how could you not like passion so you have identified your dreams you are finding a really concrete way to express them right now while you're in a little bit of a holding pattern and you're finding a way to keep it going, to keep it alive. And I like to earlier when we were chatting that you said that it was so important for you know, human connection and so important for the soul. So it's, it, it kind of goes so much deeper than we even realize. True. I, I think, well, um, I've always felt that music particularly has an ability to reach you can communicate with people in a totally different way than even words do. There's this saying that I used to, uh, I had a refrigerator magnet that said, when there are no words, there's music. Uh, And uh, I really feel like sometimes we can express all the things that we want to express with words. But for me, especially, I find I can express things through music that I could never do by, by speaking. Uh, uh, there's something about, I don't know if it's the emotions or, that come into it with music or what it is that gets translated, but I find it c- can be really powerful and 
reach across, you know, so many obstacles that, that we have in communicating with each other. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, during the pandemic, especially, I think people were feeling very isolated and I know I was. And I think that once I realized that music could be a way or, you know, that, that doing these, these recordings would actually make us communicate more. It was something to communicate about. And it was uh, that interaction I think was great, especially during this last year, because I think we all needed it more than ever. And it kept you going. Absolutely. And I tell you, Rochelle, that's the thing about keeping your dreams going. To me, it's very much what keeps your, uh, you know, sustains life and is life affirming. If you can keep a little, you know, I feel if if we can keep some of that alive in us, it really, it just makes it, it gives us this, uh, ability to sort of go through keep going yeah yes keep going i love it keep going you know jim carrey he said something too that was really great which i think i'm going to try to remember but he said something like if you don't have your dreams what's left oh oh my god drop the mic oh my gosh (laughs) and i think it's true i think no matter what they are it's got to keep them in inside of you somehow yes that is so inspiring i absolutely love that i say that a lot on the show because people talking to people i find so inspiring because i i learn so much it it you know it brings out like you said the encourager in me and it makes me having this conversation with you i i want to kind of continue to identify what my dreams are and to continue to take steps toward pursuing them. So I invite all of our listeners to do that very thing. Well, uh, I think it's a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) I do too. Is there anything else in conclusion that you would feel like uh, we didn't get to touch on before we sign off? Well, no, I, I don't think so. I, I just, I, I really appreciate, uh, one thing I will say is that this process that you've created has really is, I find it to be, uh, you know, along those lines of, inter, you know, introspection. And I, it, it all, you know, day to day, I was thinking about, you know, our meeting tonight. And I just think it's a special thing to create, to give people that opportunity to sort of delve into what they think and to try and to talk about it. Well, and thank you for that. Yes. Thank it, you for that. It, it's it's true. Well, and I was talking to Sean, and most of our listeners know Sean's my son, and he was telling me today, Mom, the thing I love about your podcast is that you know you don't you're not like booking famous people. I get to talk. To, I get to hear about. I, I don't want to use the word regular people because I think we're all special and unique in our own ways, but we're not celebrities. Right. Right. So, you know, and every person on this earth has a story, multiple stories that they can share that we can all get something from. And he was letting me know that 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 is what he loves so much about the show. He's like, I can I can tune into any, you know, celebrity podcast and hear more celebrities, but 
yours is different because of that. And it, it really made me, you know, obviously it was a lovely moment. And that is kind of what I intended to do. Well, I, I, you're, you're doing it. And, <laughs> and Sean really got, he's, he, ha, he really distilled the essence of it with, with how he was describing it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And it's, a. Uh, yeah, it's 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 just been a, a pleasure to kind of be involved and and also to listen to all the all of the people you've had on. And you are one of the reasons we have men in March is because you are one of the people that told me, hey, you know what? I am finding value and inspiration in the podcasts. So it was so exciting to think, you know, I you know this was created for women, but then to find out from multiple men no no I, i'm getting something from this so yeah it was like well then let's have some men on, <laughs> some men well, on. it's 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 great to kind of try to learn all this from each other and uh this is a great forum to do that and i i'm telling you i learn something every week and even even as well as i know you i've learned from you today so thank you for that, my friend. Well, thank you so much. I, it's been fun, and it's always a pleasure. Great to talk to you, yes. Never, it, I, yeah. Our conversations have been the highlight of so many moments in my life. <laughs> we'll never run out of things to say. Never, ever, ever, ever. So thank you, thank you, and we will be in touch very soon. And I love you dearly. Thank you for being such an instrumental part of my growing up. And, and now my adult years. Oh, well, I feel the same, Rochelle. I, it's, uh, and thank you for having me. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Okay, sounds good. Bye, Mark. Bye-bye. I am reminded Mark also recorded a couple Christmas songs on Facebook during COVID. He really is gifted, and I say that empirically. We used to dabble in songwriting together back in the day, and it was clear to me he was the talented one, but it was still fun for me. And we still could sing the duet we wrote, and when I say that in our minds at least has stood the test of time. I wrote lyrics, he did the music, and I wrote them to recover from someone who didn't seem to love me as much as I loved him. Oh, the joys of young heartbreak. Anytime you can dabble in something new or something you did in your past that you'd like to pick up again, be encouraged to do so. As we know, life is short and there's no reason to live with regret. Wayne Gretzky said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. The Unabashed You website has photos, quotes, and a blog for each episode. Each episode's audio is embedded on its own page at unabashedyou.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Verbal, V-U-R-B-L. You are invited to subscribe, rate, and review. Our social media accounts are as follows. Instagram, Unabashed You. Facebook account is Rochelle Renee. That's R-E-C-H-E-L-L-E-R-E-N-A-E. Page is Unabashed You. Twitter, at Rochelle Renee. Same spelling. 
If you have questions or comments, email us at unabashedyou at gmail.com. And if you're interested in being a guest, let me know. We depend on website visits, social media, and word of mouth to share these episodes. We delight in growth, knowing these conversations help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. So continue to listen, read, and be inspired. Our blessing for today, keep your dreams alive. Understand to achieve anything requires faith and belief in yourself, vision, hard work, determination, and dedication. Remember, all things are possible for those who believe. And that is Gail Devers wrote that. Amen. Keep pursuing your dreams. Be unabashed. Be you. I thought it would be fun to include one blooper here. This is take six and seven, where you will barely hear me whispering to Mark and miming to him through the internet that I have forgotten to press record. And then I completely flub up a word. And of course, we bust out laughing. Enjoy. People that come from our past have a special place in our hearts, particularly if particularly (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.